Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, October the 14th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. How are you on this beautiful Thursday morning, Crash? Doing well. Um, excited about this game tonight. It's going to be a really good game. Obviously, two very evenly matched teams. They've kind of been back and forth the entire season, so it's only fitting that they would finish it off tonight in a game five, you know, do or die. So, I'm with you, man. I, I think these are the two best teams in baseball, right? I mean, I, I don't know how you argue that. And the fact that only one of them gets to go to the, the National League Championship Series, is that's a rough one. It is. But, you know, we're not the only ones that think this is going to be a great game. Yes, it's a game five, deciding winner take all, winner moves on. But Vegas is completely like we give up. It is a split, minus 105 either way, no favoritism to either side. The over-under, a nice low seven with two great pitchers going. I mean, basically, anybody that tells you they have a huge – uh, take and favorite on one side or the other here, I think is really digging in and, and finding some statistic that I couldn't find because the more I looked into this, I mean, it is such a close matchup that could go either way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting how it's turned out because I would have thought that the Dodgers would have tried to line it up to where Max Scherzer would have been pitching tonight and then right. Urias, which just really shows how much they've, grown in confidence in Urias because, I mean, he used to just kind of come out of the bullpen and, and have short starts when he did start. So it's really um, he's really grown as a pitcher and, and has performed well. So He really has. And, and I'll tell you, it's funny because, you know, this game is just, I mean, from an odd standpoint, from a matchup standpoint, like we say, it's so even. And, and only one, one team's going to come out of this to move on. But, mm -hmm. you know, Urias – I don't know if people realize the season that he's had. I mean, we're in a yeah. similar situation as we were the other day. You know, yeah, you know, I would I would think, okay, if I'm the Dodgers manager, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch Scherzer as my top guy, Bueller number two, and Urias number three. But he was twenty and three crash mm. with a with a two point nine six. So he had a sub three ERA, twenty and three, whip right at one, one point oh two. And he almost struck out 200 guys. He's yeah. just under 200. So, you know, you don't do that accidentally. You do that when you're having a heck of a year. And, you know, when you really look at his stats compared to Bueller and Scherzer, they're better. Mm -hmm. They really are. I mean, yeah. people don't realize that, but it is. I think he has been the Dodgers' best, pit, best pitcher here. And what we're going to do today, by the way, since it's a showdown slate, we'll do the same thing tomorrow with game one of the American League Championship Series, is we're going to give you just one hitter and one pitcher. And that pitcher, obviously, you can use on DraftKings, on FanDuel and Yahoo, which we also support. Uh, there's no no pitchers. So we'll, that hitter will play the role in, in those lineups as well. But mm -hmm. as long as I'm talking about them, because I know you're going to go the other direction because I, I just absolutely know it, is I'm going with Urias. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just love this. This guy, I mean, he's – every time I've used him, you know, he's been terrific. You know, he pitched in game two. He went five full innings, only gave up three hits and one run, struck out five. And so he's pitched well against them. He's – statistically, you look back from a fantasy standpoint, he has not let you down, man. He has just pounded out some huge games. 
you know, being that it's a game five, you may not get six innings out of either one of these guys. You could right. get five strong, and then they're going to make sure and get it done. Now, if they're rolling, either one of them, you know, I think Urias may go six mm-hmm. uh, if, he's, if he's keeping it rolling. But neither team is going to extend anybody in this game because, you know, you're out. So I just – I think Urias is, is terrific. I You know, he's – uh, if you put him in uh, as just a regular player, not as the captain on DraftKings, he's 10400 If you put him in as the captain, which I'm going to do, he's fifteen six. Mm-hmm. So it is expensive. And I tried to play around with it today because really what everybody's going to want to do is on DraftKings is put Uris and Webb in there. Yeah. And you really can't do it and have any semblance of hitting. That's the only problem. So mm-hmm. if you do that, you know, you, you can put guys in that may pinch hit. I mean, at the very end of your team, it's really difficult. Uh, so that's not going to be a great option. Now, if you use Urias and Webb as not captains, you can get enough guys in there that can hit. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the Andrew Hansen method. He usually yeah. puts that cheaper guy in the captain spot so you can fit, your stu- fit the studs. Mm-hmm. So I'm messing around with that uh, at this point. It's just extremely hard to make a lineup on DraftKings and not use both pitchers. But, again, at those prices, you're going to have to sacrifice one of them being your captain if you do that, which could cost you there, too. So it's not an easy build on DraftKings. Yeah, no, it's not. And and you're right. I am going to be going to Logan Webb. Um, He's 15-9 at captain on DraftKings. He's 10-6 in the utility spot. He's just been so good against the Dodgers. He showed it again in game one, 10 strikeouts and in 7.2 innings, uh, no earned runs on 92 pitches. So it just, to me, he's the safest play on the slate. And um, I want to build all my lineups around him and just try and figure out the bats from there. But he's definitely going to be my number one play on the slate. And I think the Giants are going to win. And I, I think that, They've been going back and forth all year, and it seems like the the Giants have just come out on top, you know, in every every situation. Like they were fighting for the division, but the Giants held them off. Now they've got them in a game five, and I think they're going to hold them off. You know, it might even be like a one run game, but I think that um, the Giants are going to come out on top at the end. Well, I'll tell you, I don't blame you for picking them. I mean, they won 107 games, man. Yeah. I, and if Gabe Kapler doesn't get unanimous manager of the year nobody should ever win it i mean you look at that team this is the amazing part for me you know in studying these two teams and i was so split i the talent on the dodgers is so much better than than Mm -hmm. san francisco the half of san francisco's hitting lineup are cast offs you know minimum wage player guys you know it's just it's amazing that they're able to pull guys off the scrap heap put them in the lineup and win 107 games. I, I'm just amazed by it. So I just ended up deciding, you know what, I'll take some of this stacked Dodgers lineup uh, and just a slight, slight uh, favoritism. And I think more people are going to go with Webb. Mm-hmm. I think that Urias will be less owned than Webb because of yeah. specifically that last game and the fact that Webb more than likely, based historically, will go a little deeper if he's consistent. So maybe getting that extra inning maybe makes a big difference. But it's such a fine line because it's just one hit or two hits right. from flipping the the you know the complete uh, slate around. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, I like I like on DraftKings. I like trying to get both of them in, like you were talking about. I'm going to try to if I can. Well, you're going to have to do it with neither one as captain. I can tell you because I right. tried for a long time. Unless you want, you know, a magic pinch hitter to come in, but yeah. uh, or a relief pitcher, you can do that too. But that's a guessing game, so it really is. It's tough. So it's going to take some some thinking on DraftKings. Um, and then as far as the hitter, let's dive into the hitter. We're obviously going to have different hitters. So go ahead. You can have the the uh, table here with the hitter. Okay. So I'm going to be going with Austin Slater. He's 7,200 uh, in the captain spot, 4,800 on DraftKings in the utility, 4,500 on FanDuel. He's 286 against lefties this year with 16 of his 22 home runs coming against left-handed pitchers. He's 386 or 368 against Urias um, with seven hits and 19 at bats, including three doubles and a home run. He also hit a double in game one or in game two, I mean, against Urias. And um, I feel like he's a great value play that that kind of pulls everything together as far as your lineup construction. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to play that side, I think he's your man because mm -hmm. really he's been the most effective against Urias on that whole team. Yeah. And he's uh, cheap. So I, I really admire that play. I think you're going to – I think he'll be chalky, to be mm. honest. And nobody would – Slater, chalky? Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> if you really dig in, he's he's had the most success against Urias. Yeah. So, Especially if he leads off, he'll end up being chalky. So Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm going with Corey Seager. I mm. mean, you know, the lefty-righty thing, you know, he's consistently batted, uh, you know, better – against uh, righties. He, yeah. he batted 330 this year with six homers and 22 RBIs from that side of the plate. And, you know, he's – or versus lefties, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's uh, – I just like uh, the way he – you know, he's been playing. I mean, he hasn't blown it out. He's going to fly below the radar. He's somewhat expensive but not over-the-top expensive. He's just a clutch guy, I think – you know, and I like hitting the ball to uh, right field as opposed to left. I, I don't know. I just think the way he moves the ball, the way he'll play in that stadium, I think it fits him. And I don't think it's going to take, you know, a homer and a triple to win, uh, to have the best scoring hitter. You get a double and a single and maybe a steal, you're, you may be the highest scoring hitter because of these two great pitchers. Yeah. So I just feel that he's one of the safest guys Again, not blow out like, wow, this guy's just a no-brainer. Just, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of gut feel. The fact that he's going to get nine innings to bat in and bat in that two-hole. He's going to get, you know, full five at-bats, you know, at least. And I, I just think he's in the right spot here. His pricing is fair enough. Uh, if you use him on DraftKings as a regular, he's 9600 uh, He is uh, 14 4 as the captain. Uh, certainly, if you use him there, you can't use both pitchers. But then on FanDuel, he's very fair, 8,000. Mm -hmm. And on Yahoo, he's 20. So yeah. I think he's easy to fit in there, especially if you put in, you know, a couple of the value guys. Because I'll tell you, a lot of the guys where they're batting in the order against these guys, you know, yeah, you're going to get the extra at bat, especially you, you may not get the extra bat. San Francisco guy. So mm -hmm. you have to look at that and factor it in. You know, if you're only going to get four bats from guys three through nine or whatever, you know, it's not a huge penalty to take the seventh hitter 
over the third hitter or fourth hitter because, uh, you know, none of these guys in the middle of the order have phenomenal stats against either right. one of the pitchers. So, again, I just felt he was a safer play in a situation where I think he's going to be consistent and he puts points on the board every day. He's just that grind it out, find a way to get on base, and he's got some speed and, uh, you know, we'll see where it shakes out. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, I was on I was on Corey Seager last game, and um, he just missed that home run, that three run home run. So, definitely like Seager. Um, as I mentioned last time, he's been really clutch for the Dodgers. So I could see him, you know, having that big clutch hit this game too. Yeah, I was watching that too, man, because we both had him. He was our guy, and yeah. I thought that was gone. I mm-hmm. really did. I, yeah. I thought I was up off the couch. Saying, I thought that was gone. So. But uh, but that's well maybe we'll get him today so we'll see, but that is it. We're, we just wanted to do a quick hitter and, and touch base. Now tomorrow uh, will be our last MLB podcast. Uh, we are going to do one four showdown slate for that game one of the ALCS, and uh, and then this weekend we shift over to basketball from the um, podcast side. So we'll have a couple of preview podcasts for you in the NBA. And uh, we know this Tuesday uh, the NBA gets started. So uh, continue to listen uh, to our football pods, our golf pods. And we will be providing lineups in baseball still to our members uh, throughout the weekend. So uh, if you're a member, we'd love to. If you're not a member, we'd love to have you. It's DFSCoachTalk.com. You can also look us up on Twitter at DFSCoachTalk. Uh, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J O E S. A-R-V-A-D-I, and he is at J.P. Davis, 1982. J.P. Davis, 1982, the year of his birth and the year of my high school graduation. Ooh, right in the gut. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, it uh, yeah, we'd love to have you. This is the perfect time to join. We have some great membership offers out there for the NBA. Uh, you know, we're, we really... Uh, crush it in all all four of our sports but the nba is definitely our finding founding sport as you can see with dirk and michael and kobe back here and uh looking forward to doing some podcasts in the nba this year with andrew of course also going to be doing uh, a week or uh, once or twice a week with joe stanton so we got a new nba guy stepping to the table as well so it is going to be a fun season here this fall at dfs coach talk definitely join us if you're watching us on youtube please hit that thumbs up the subscribe button put a little comment that really helps us move up the algorithm and while you're doing that hit the little alarm bell in the top corner that will give you an alert when our podcast posts so you don't miss anything because we get these out in front of the paywall to everybody and then if you jump in with us and become a member uh, through dfscoachtalk.com even if it's for a three-day pass for ten dollars or five day for 19 you get everything that we offer once you become a member you're part of the coach talk family you get all of our sports all of our lineups we provide a coach's clipboard and a core build for DraftKings, full lineups for FanDuel, full lineups for yahoo so we would love to have you crash any final words today yeah i just wanted to say um 
thanks to the Brewers for a great season. You know, it was a heartbreaker the way it ended, but it was a good season. And I look forward to hopefully them going even further next year. So that, that would be my parting words for the day. Yeah, good good comment. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to see any tears on the screen. So, <laughs> but it's uh, it was a fun season. Their bats just let them down at the end. That's it. So, and Gavin Williams punching a wall or whatever he did that didn't help either. So. No, no. See, for the kids out there listening, don't ever lose your temper. It's not worth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much for listening in. We hope that these uh, help you take some down some big tournaments today. And we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.